Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. And welcome to episode 163 of the English with Kirsty podcast. And today I'm going to talk about something that should be useful for people who aren't actually looking for the service that I provide. So um, I know I work with people who want to work with a, a language professional, a teacher, um, but a lot of people are, particularly people who are intermediate or advanced learners, are happy to work on their language skills on their own. And that's why a lot of people listen to this podcast, because they, they don't want a course, but they do want some input on the English language or to listen to a native speaker speaking. Um, and therefore, listening to the podcast is part of what they do um, every every so often to improve their, their language skills. And I know that a lot of people are like that. And I, I too have been like that as a language learner. Um, not so much when I learned Turkish because I was a complete beginner then and I really needed a teacher who could help me to understand the, the fundamental differences in terms of grammar and sentence structure and, and how the language works. Um, but in terms of German, when I finished my A-levels at school, um, I then didn't do anything else in terms of like a, a proper German course until I, well, for another 10 or so years. Um, and it, that was only because I wanted a certificate to say that I had my C2 language proficiency and because I thought I was going to apply to work for German companies, which I never did because I then um, set up my own business and, and didn't really need that. Although it still comes in useful to, to tell people that I have that um, if, if they want to know about my German level. But the point is, between leaving school and doing this course, which was really just a, a course to um, confirm that I was at the C2 level, I didn't do anything else. Everything else I did was on my own or with people that I organised things with. So I, I set up a German meeting for uh, local people who was German speakers. I met people from the internet, I had language exchanges, I read a lot of books, I did all kinds of things, but they weren't part of a course. And I wanted to talk to those people today who aren't doing an English course, aren't looking for an English course, just give them some tips, not as a teacher, but as, as a learner, the things that I picked up along the way and the things that I found helpful. Um, so the first thing I would say, I have five. Um, the first thing I would say is it's really good to have a plan because if you don't, it's really easy to drift, partly because you don't know what you're supposed to be doing or what you want to be doing. Um, and if you don't have um, a direction in mind, then it's really hard to stay on track, but also because of your time, because if you don't think, oh, I need to do this and this and this this week, then you'll find a ton of other things that you need to do and the language study will never get done. So. I found it really helpful to have a plan. Uh, when I was working with my Turkish teacher, not so much because I knew what day my lesson was on. I knew that I had to find some time before that to do my homework because otherwise I was going to show up with no homework. And I'm not that kind of student. I don't want to be the one who just says, I haven't done my homework. You know, I wanted to be organized and, and have done the tasks. But weeks when I didn't have a lesson or later when I stopped having lessons, I understood the importance of having a plan. Like, what do you want to learn this month? It could be a really detailed plan with lots of steps, or it could be the basic, um, these are my goals for this month or this week even. 
Um, and I found that working like that really helped me to focus. What do I want to do? Do I want to do, do some speaking this, this week? Do I want to find an article and understand it? Um, do I want to focus on something that I find really difficult and I want to finally get it into my head and understand it? So I've developed something. Um, it's, it is the language challenge. If any of you have done the language challenge before, um, it's a free challenge. The challenge isn't running at the moment, but there is a PDF with all the tasks from the challenge that can be downloaded and that you can work through on your own. Um, so I will put a link to that on the show notes page so you can um, go to that page and request the, the exercises and work through that. And if you do that, that will help you to make a plan for yourself because everybody is different. Everybody struggles with different things. Everybody needs English for different reasons. And so the idea of having your own plan is that it's relevant to you, because I think that's a lot of the, the difficulties people have when they go to do courses is that some of the stuff just isn't relevant to them. Um, because it's either the wrong level or it's talking about things that you're never going to talk about. Um, like things that you're just not interested in or things that you're not going to do. And then it's really difficult to stay motivated because you, you don't care about this topic or this activity. Um, so the idea with the plan is it's things that you do care about. It's things that you do want to change. Um, and I do offer language coaching meetings for people. And that's after they've seen their, after they've written their plan. If, if you want somebody to, to go through it with you, give you some tips on how to meet the challenges that you've identified or ways to improve the areas that you want to improve that that is a paid service and I do offer that but the the plan making PDF itself is free so you can just take that and and work on it work through it on your own and build your plan and then you know what you want to do next in terms of your language learning goals so that's point one tip two is um it doesn't mean that you have to do it on your own. So if you want to learn on your own, that's fine. Um, not not with a teacher, but it doesn't mean that all the activities you have to do are on your own. Some people are glad to hear that because they, they hate the idea of being on their own and, and having to work through stuff on their own. Other people think, oh, really? I thought I'd got away with that. <laughs> you know, like people that are more, that enjoy spending time on their own. Sometimes it takes a bit more um motivation to push yourself out of the comfort zone and say okay yeah i will go and speak to somebody in english and you don't want to but one of the things i found is that even though i didn't want to speak german or turkish particularly it was my my weakest area and it was the thing that i needed to do so um you can certainly involve other people in your language learning without it being them specifically teaching you something they can be friends they could be language partners um, they could just be people like you. Um, last week, was it? Yeah, last weekend I went to um, German club in the UK. It's uh, There's a site called uh, Meetup, meet-up.com. And they have various um, meetings for all kinds of different interests or sports or different age groups, different activities you want to do. And they have quite a lot of language meetups as well. So I went to German club. There were people from one, two, three, yeah, three different countries there at four different countries there. Um, but we all spoke German for a couple of hours and that was fun, you know, for nobody was teaching anybody anything. Okay. Sometimes people would help out if somebody didn't know a word, but it wasn't it wasn't like a course. It was just people having coffee 
or a beer and drinking that and just chatting in in German that was fun so you could do something like that you could see if there's anything like that in your area um last time I did a podcast I was also talking about my podcast podcast my whatsapp club um which is something I've set up I'm running a pilot project at the moment but if anyone else is interested in that um send me a message and we can talk about it um that too is a paid service which is a monthly service um, but it's basically for people who want to find others who want to learn English, but who maybe don't have anybody locally. So at the moment, we've got three different countries in the group, um, including me. And we are having conversation, both written and spoken conversation in English. Um, I am the only native speaker. I'm the only teacher. The others are learners. But it's another way. If you don't know anybody locally, then you can take part in something like this in the WhatsApp club. Um, and meet some new people that way and also have a chance to practice your English. So again, if anybody's interested in that, um, you can contact me podcast at englishwithkirsty.com. And then um, if you want more information about that, or if you have any questions, I can answer them. But they don't all have to be paid services. As I said, the meetup group, um, some meetup groups are paid, um, many are not. So you, you would have to look and see what's available in your area and whether there's a charge for that. Um, or just just have a look on Facebook, see if there's any kind of English clubs or that kind of thing. So you, you can learn while being with other people. And sometimes it helps, especially if you're trying to do something like speaking skills or listening skills. Um, sometimes it really helps to get other people involved. Number three is find the right things for you, because I had plenty of well-meaning people telling me that I should do this or get that book or use that learning resource when I was learning in some of them they weren't bad resources but I didn't like them they didn't work for me and that's what I try to to tell people there's no one way to learn a language in in many ways there is no one right I mean like if you're driving yeah there are rules that you have to follow there are things that you're not allowed to do but in terms of learning there are lots of ways and I don't believe that we should all have to follow the same path if as long as we get to where we're going, that's that's what's important. And some people will naturally like some resources more than others. And I think that's OK. I'm not talking about good or bad resources. There are some really bad resources on the Internet and they're best avoided because they're full of mistakes and, and things like that. And, you know, you don't want people who are learning to follow those mistakes. But, you know, there are so many options now, whether that's books or podcasts or um, programs like online programs or um courses that you can go on or anything you know you have to find what's right for you and even if you take something like um youtube channels you can find five or six different people who are offering youtube channels in english and some of them you'll like some of them will be really difficult to follow some of them you'll find boring it's it's up to you and i think too many people think okay this person has used this resource it must be a good one and i have to get as much value from it too and it's not always the way, you know, good resources tend to get good results. But we, we also need to be a bit more kind of selective now because there is so much available and you will have your own learning style and things that naturally make sense to you. I've often said with the course that I'm doing at the moment, um, it's a, an IT course because I'm doing an IT degree in my spare time. Sometimes the way something is explained just doesn't make any sense to me. It's not logical. So I have to go and find someone else who can explain it. And that that's because the information isn't wrong. It's just not the way that I want to read it. 
um, sometimes with me, it's because they try to make analogies with things that we know that um, try to simplify things. For actually, I just want to know, I want to know what this thing is and how it works. And I don't want, um, I need things to be quite literal. I, I don't want to have analogies made that aren't really similar. So that's just an example. But the point is, it's not bad materials. Sometimes I just need something else. And I think we, we can all take that on board when we're looking for language materials. Number four, let other people inspire you, but don't waste energy on comparing yourself to them. Yeah, I'll just leave that there. It's a thing we can do, especially if we tend towards perfectionism. You can think, oh, I'll never be as good as that person or or I just won't try. I, I know I'm not as good as some of the other people around, so I, I just I'll just sit here quietly. And that's what I did so many times. But, you know, sitting there quietly, people will think you don't have anything to say. And if that's not true, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And I often did. So don't do what I did <laughs> do it better. Um, but yeah, if, if you there is certainly value to, to sitting and listening. You don't have to be the one speaking all the time. But I, I know there are times when I could have contributed something useful and just didn't because I thought I had to have the perfect sentence and be as good as everybody else around me. And that's, you know, we're all on a journey. Some people are better than you. Some people are, are behind you on the language learning journey. But, you know, what's important is your journey, not anyone else's. And it's if you waste energy in comparing yourself to other people, you will always be doing that. And you'll always compare yourself to people who are better than you. You'll never think, OK, yeah, I've, I've come a long way since last year or whatever. You, Those of us who do that will always try and give ourselves a hard time. And, and that's not a good thing because it's good to, to celebrate the progress you've made as well. And number five, make time if it will save you time later. So. Partly this is related to going back to the plan that we had about, I was talking about making a plan. What do you want to focus on? What are your difficulties? How can you overcome them? What activities do you want to do? And the problem here is you just think, okay, well, I've got these five actions now for this week, but I've got no time to do them. And then they don't get done. So you fall at the last hurdle. You've got all your ideas ready, but you don't get them done because you think I haven't got enough time. I can't do it. And sometimes it's really difficult when you're really busy. I, I know that I usually try and fit more into a day than is possible. But, you know, sometimes if you if you spend a bit of time doing something, you can save yourself time further down the line. So for my um, some of my students, it, it takes longer to work on their speaking skills or their writing skills. But when they do feel more confident about that, it saves them time at work because they don't spend so long looking at each email or writing long emails because they don't want to pick up the telephone. Um, so sometimes you might think you haven't got any time, but if you do actually find a bit of time to do some language practice, it will save you time on tasks that you're spending longer on later. So it's it feels counterproductive because you're putting more time in, but in the end, you're actually winning time back because you're not wasting time reading an email 50 times or um, worrying, f you know, spending sleepless nights because you have to do a presentation. Whereas if you if you really sort of got down to it and practice and felt comfortable about the presentation, you could get that free time back. Not all of it because you still have to do some preparation. Um, but I've seen how having to do something which involves speaking English can take over people's lives for the couple of days before. And yeah, it's it's 
nerve wracking. It's a bit daunting. It's difficult sometimes, especially if you haven't done it before. But with, with the right preparation, it, it does get easier. And then the next time it will be easier. So those are the five tips. If you want to have a look at them, you can. Um, I will put a link to the blog post about this on the show notes page. So if you go to englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 163, you'll find those as well as links to the page where you will find the, um, the template for doing your plan if you want to do that. Um, and if you want to talk to me about anything I've spoken about today, then that's fine as well. You can email podcast at englishwithkirsty.com. But I hope these tips will help because not everybody does need a teacher. You know, some people don't want one. Some people can't afford one. Some people don't really feel that they need one. But there's still a lot of things that you can do on your own with other people that will really help you to develop your language skills. So I hope there was a, a couple of tips in there that were, that were useful for you. Otherwise, have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.